Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. And we're on. Hey, everyone. I'm Liam, the daughter. Hey, I'm Lori. I'm the mom. Welcome to Nick Cage November. Nick Cage November. It's time. It's the real holiday right there. It's a real holiday. <laughs> Fuck Thanksgiving. That's when we're <laughs> recording this. We don't celebrate that holiday. Nah, nah. For many reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we decided to celebrate Nick Cage November instead. Nick Cage November. Uh, if you're new here, yeah. this started last year. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. I don't even know how it's got started, but. I know. I oh, know do exactly you? how. Do you? Yeah, because remember, Jake had long hair. Oh, And one yes. day, a breeze caught it a very specific way. Yes. And the, it blew in the face he made. <laughs> he looked exactly like Nick Cage from Con Air. In Con Air. The yeah. meme of his hair, like, yeah. breezing in the wind. Mm-hmm. And so he was really upset about that. He cut yeah. his hair immediately yeah. after. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Let's talk about Nick Cage. Let's do it. You know, fuck it. I mean, it's always a good time. Let's celebrate him. He, I like, I had to shower before we recorded yeah. this. I needed to clean myself off because I feel like Nick Cage makes me feel dirty. <laughs> Is that fair to say? Like, but I like him, but he's so weird. <laughs> I feel a little dirty afterwards. He'd probably appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's a Capricorn man, I think that we'd be buds. Do I don't you? Know, I feel like his level of weirdness is something is so intriguing to my Aquarian mind. I'm like, I just have to know more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just want to run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're t- absolutely terrified. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Welcome to Nick Cage November. Welcome. Uh, this is now a tradition here. It so, is. we're in the second year. Yeah. Go back and listen to the first. I'm oh, sure it's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. We revealed a lot of things about Nick Cage in that episode. We did. We did. And I went back and listened to it the other day. Did you? Just for reference sake. And, oh, my God. I was pissing my pants. Were you? Like, remember his hot yogurt toes? I do remember. <laughs> I was laughing. Oh, my gosh. Hot so yogurt toes. Hilarious. New band name. And that horrible, horrible movie that I had to Vampire's subject kids. myself to. <laughs> it was, was the worst. The worst. Oh, my God. Well... You know what? I did something to celebrate the occasion. Did you? I did. Oh, and I no. think you're going to love it. I have not told you this. Uh, you have not. Okay. So I went online mm-hmm. and because, you know, you guys really took to Nick Cage November. Yeah. You spammed our P.O. box, our old oh, P.O. box with Nick Cage merch. A lot yeah. of it's sitting next to us. We yeah. have a pillowcase. We have mugs on yeah. mugs on mugs. Yeah. yeah. With Nick Cage's face yeah. on it. We're wearing Nick Cage t-shirts that, that you sent us. us. Yeah. Like literally you yeah. guys were all for it. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I want to, you know what? I want to join in. Oh, I want to see what Nick Cage merch is out there. Is out there. Oh my gosh! I, like, I want to see what's going on. Oh no! And I found Nick Cage stickers of like all of his goofy ass faces. Oh okay, no! Okay, so I was like, yes, and they're small. Are they? So, Lore, what? I have instituted a challenge. Have you? I have. Oh no! Okay. What is it? I hid these six Nick Cage faces okay. all around the house. Oh shit. <laughs> In random places. Oh, no. Yeah. Seriously? I did. And you have to find them all. All six. All six by Monday. By Monday. Or all of your Christmas presents are going to be Nick Cage themed. Oh, shit. 
Oh, no. And the reason this is funny is because Laura is the most oblivious person on the planet. I am. I've like, probably already seen three of them. You have probably walked past them. <laughs> and she's, like, never going to find them. So you have until Monday. And boy, did I find some good Nick Cage merch. Did you? I did. Oh, no. Yeah, there's one involving a banana that I'd really like to get in on. Dude, I think I saw that one because I... <laughs> I also, I was like, you know what? I want to join in Let's on celebrate. the fun. Yeah. And you got a package in the mail the other day. I did. Yeah. You added to the Nick Cage mug collection. I did. Because you were specifically, you know, covering. Um, I, you know, I take on the national treasures. You did. That's what you I'm do. doing. I did yeah. national treasure one last time and I'm doing the second one today. So you got me a mug mm-hmm. with his face on it and he's in like a, a bunch of flowers. He's wearing he like, like, like a flower crown. The Midsommar. <laughs> Is what he looks like. Yeah. And it says, you're my national treasure, which I just, <laughs> 10 out of 10, you know I love the cheese. There you go. So, yeah. Okay. I do not, you know, we're going to get a new P.O. box in January. We're going to unveil the mm-hmm. P.O. box address. Spam away. Yeah. I want all of the Nick Cage merch. All of it. Like slippers? I would uh, rock. They have Nick Cage I don't slippers? Know. I don't know. If they don't, oh we're going to make some. <laughs> I wonder if they have, like, a baby onesie of Nick Cage. Oh, you know. Oh, God. I mean, we all have our Nick Cage t-shirts on. I feel like so October, October needs one as well. October needs to get in on it. She sure does. She sure does. Well, when she grows up, I have to tell her that her daddy's hairdos <laughs> have been inspired by Nick Cage for <laughs> <laughs> I have to show her a visual representation of what his hair has looked like. Jake will never have <laughs> long hair again. <laughs> no, he can, every time it starts to get a little bit long, I'll randomly walk into the bathroom and he has shaved his head. He like won't even let me see it get close <laughs> to an inch long. <laughs> to an inch long, he's like, "No, you've ruined it forever." Oh my gosh! Oh shit! So okay, challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. You're gonna find oh all those faces. I'm gonna try to film it. I'm not gonna promise anything because I'm like out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been more out of it in my life. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll remember. Yeah. But I'm gonna try to film you when you find them. Oh okay. So we can share. You're the, gonna like share follow behind everybody. me with the camera. No, you have to alert me. When one oh. has been found. Oh, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> Maybe oh, I'll shit. get you like a bell. Am I going to get hot or cold? No, like absolutely clues? not. No. You get no clues. Is the entire Use house? Use your eyes. Is the entire house? Not my bedroom. Oh, okay. I want my privacy. <laughs> <laughs> I left it out of my oh, bedroom. Oh my God, are they in my bedroom? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Fuck I am you, oblivious. Your privacy across this as long as you have yours. <laughs> left you in a cage crumbs. Oh my god. Oh. If I roll over in bed and I wake up to freaking Nick Cage's if face. If we weren't quite frankly poor, I would have bought a Nick Cage cardboard cutout and oh. just hit it around the house because it would have taken you forever. Oh. My God. But it would have been priceless. I would have been terrified. <laughs> Someone please, you know, if you've got a, a spare dime, <laughs> send us a cardboard cutout. Of Nick Cage. Please don't. Please don't. Specifically with the Con Air hair. <laughs> Jake would not. Oh, my God. I'll think it's Jake. And I'll probably be having, like, a conversation with him or something. And it won't answer me because it's the Nick Cage cutout. I'll roast it again. Oh, roast it again. He's never going to talk to us after this. He left the room because October was having a moment, so we're just in here talking shit. (laughs) He's going to listen back to this later and be like, oh, okay, great. All right, well, we do not have any patrons to thank. We do not. Go check it out over there. We're going to shake things up a bit with the New Year's we like to do, so there's going to be some fun stuff. 
I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm excited, excited about too. the new year. We're going to get our shit together. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I said I need a makeover. Oh, my God. Me I too. I am sitting here in Adam Sandler pants <laughs> and a giant sweatshirt. <laughs> and you know what? What? I don't need just a regular makeover. No, I need, I need a Miss Congeniality makeover. <laughs> I need a tie from Clueless makeover. You know what I mean? Like, someone just take me and do what you will. Like, I've had I've had a year. Yeah. I burst in France. Stan France. Give me a, do something with if this wardrobe. If he saw us right now in Nick Cage Oh, shirts. my gosh. He would be throwing away everything <laughs> really in the closet. Would. How yeah. long have you had this? 20 years? You know how embarrassing that would be? We'd have to explain ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have a shirt with Nick Cage's face on it looking like the shark from Jaws? Explain. Oh, this gotta go. This gotta go. <laughs> a wreck. Oh, shit. I've got Nick Cage and Jaws. I mean, <laughs> What a combo. You're what two a mashup. You're two faves. There you go. All right. So go check out our Patreon. Yes. Uh, please rate us on Spotify and Apple. Do it. Fact check Jake is not in the room to give a threat. So yeah. you know what? I'll choose a threat. Are you going to choose a threat? Go rate us on both Spotify and Apple or else I will spam your house with Nick Cage with merch. Nick Cage. <laughs> I'm going to send everything I can find. Maybe you'd like that. I don't know. <laughs> I want to make like Nick Cage confetti and just confetti bomb oh people's houses. Oh my God. That would be horrific. TM. No one steal that idea. <laughs> Nick Cage You've confetti. You've been caged. <laughs> All right. There we go. So let's get into let's it. Let's do it. All right. So I, again, I took on National Treasure Book of Secrets. Uh-huh, so this uh-huh. is the second one. Yeah. Um, and I am the worst. Did I say this last year? What? I should not be talking about so much history. <laughs> like, I think you did. This did one I? was worse. This one was, was even like, worse. They I think, literally, you watched it with me. Uh, yeah. And I think it took like four days. It took four to get days. The, this movie was so fucking long. So oh my long. God. And with a newborn baby like interrupting you, I, it literally took four days. They were slinging so many so much history. Facts. So much history. Of course, when you first put it on, I thought I was watching The Da Vinci Code because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they're very similar. <laughs> like anyone- almost started out the same way. I'm like, is that the same hairdo? <laughs> Who wore it better, Tom Hanks or Nikki Cage? Tom Hanks. Outfits in the fucking Da Vinci Code criminal. No. The hairdo criminal. <laughs> the whole thing was just not and good. And Nick Cage, his hairdo in every movie. Nick criminal. Cage is even worse in this movie. Like, oh he gosh. is a walking meme in the first mm-hmm. National Treasure, but I feel like this has not been given enough attention <laughs> because it needs more. <laughs> what was he doing in this movie? I don't what know. What was this movie? I don't think I cared for it. Mm, yeah. Okay, so I don't know what historical facts in this are accurate or not. I'm sure I found an Zero. article and I will <laughs> link it, but I don't know. Like, yeah. So if something is not historically accurate, accurate. This is, this is how Leanne learned history. <laughs> National like, oh. treasure movies. I'm like, is this real? Did this actually happen? <laughs> Is there a city of gold? Did Nick Cage find it? I had to Google. I was like, I don't know what's happening. So, like, if I say something and I seem oblivious, I probably am. Okay. So don't make fun of me. All right. So 2007 adventure slash mystery film mm. rated PG. I think this was like a Disney mm. thing again. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Um, there is no tagline. No tagline. Can you fucking None believe that? needed. None needed. The posters were just Nick Cage's face with his two hairs blown back in the wind. (laughs) The two hairs are back. What was that wig? I don't know. It literally, it looked like they just added a few droplets of hair. But in every scene, it looked different. And sometimes it looked like a bob. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think that had to be a stunt guy. Like a random stunt guy would just drop in with a bomb. <laughs> You're like, wait. But sometimes it was like cockeyed. It was <laughs> crooked. It was really bad. Sometimes it was lush and sometimes it was very barren. And then with the shades that he was wearing in this. Stop it. Forget about it. <laughs> very 2007. Very 2007. Oh All right. Written by Marianne and Cormac Weberly and Gregory Poyer. Okay. Poyer? Sounds I don't good. know. Um, directed by John Turtletob. Welcome back. John Turtletob. <laughs> I love that name. Yeah, I absolutely great. love it. All right, your cast. Obviously, Nicolas Cage is Benjamin He's Franklin the Gates. As I like to call him, BFG. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Franklin Gates. Uh, he Justin, thinks he is a BFG. <laughs> a BFD. Big fucking deal. <laughs> Lord, I was like, where are you A going? big fucking god. That would be more. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah okay. He kind of does. All right. It's that Capricorn complex, <laughs> man. It's right now. Uh, Justin Bartha is Riley Poole. Mm-hmm. He's still a good character. Yeah. He kind of makes the same jokes in this one, yeah. but he's still good. Um, Diane Kruger as Abigail Chase. Mm-hmm. John Voigt. Is Papa Patrick Gates? He's back again, Mister Sir. <laughs> we can't, we can't let it go. I can't. And do you want to bring up the fact that he's the least <laughs> one more time? Yeah. It's still unbelievable to me. <laughs> She's baffled. Ripley's believe it or not, John Voight is Angelina Jolie's dad. I love how it's just like such a roast. I think he's an asshole, anyways. Isn't oh, is he? he? Oh my so. gosh, I hope not. <laughs> I think I think I've heard that he is. Watch oh, him not be. Sad. I don't know. Go figure it out. <laughs> Give it a sad. Google. Uh, Ed Harris as Mitch Wilkinson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ed. What? You know, have you, like, <laughs> in the beginning Ed. of his career? I mean, he did, like, a few things before, and it was like, you know, he was guest starring on an episode of, like, Rockford Files or something. Mm-hmm. But his big breakout <laughs> was in George Romero's Night Riders. Oh, my God. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? With so Mr. You, Tom Savini. Do you think he's friends with Tom Savini? Maybe. I like him from Westworld. Yes. He's the man in black from yes. Westworld, and I've always liked him. Yeah. Uh, Isn't he the um, dad in um, Remember the Titans? Is I have, he the coach? No. <laughs> I do I'm not totally wrong. I'm totally wrong. <laughs> Scratch I that. I think you're very wrong. Wasn't that guy like a redhead? Oh, maybe. <laughs> this man's bald as shit. He should have should have starred in that then. <laughs> Ed, you would have been good. He would have been good in that Ed role. Remember the Titans. We don't have Jake to fact check anything. <laughs> so this is going to be a mess. Um, Helen Mirren as Emily mm-hmm. Appleton. How the fuck did they get Helen Mirren I to know. appear in this movie? I think they were going off of the first ones, you know. Success. I do think this was successful, but it's got like a bad score on Rotten Tomatoes Mm, and everything. So um, Harvey Keitel is back as His He should not be in this movie. No. He had no purpose whatsoever. Just know that. I don't even think I bring him up. (laughs) It's Harvey Keitel. Yeah, right. (laughs) They showed his face like once. It's like, here's Harvey. Harvey. All right. Here's the rundown. Mm -hmm. We open on April 14th, 1865. Which is apparently the night of President Abraham Lincoln's assassination. Yes. I did not fact check that. I'm going to go ahead and assume that is correct. That is at least factual. Yeah. In Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. This is five days after the end of the Civil War. Yes. Thomas Gates, who is quite good with puzzles and riddles. I can't remember mm-hmm. if they said what his deal was in the first. They probably did, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember. He's either. involved in history somehow. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, he's approached about decoding a message written in John Wilkes Booth's diary. Mm-hmm. Okay, he solves the puzzle, which was actually a treasure map, of course. Of course. <laughs> There's a treasure map on everything. That's right. Um, and learns that Booth and some other dude are members of the Knights of the Golden Circle. Mm-hmm which they say is a southern extremist group operating in the north to subvert union forces. Okay. Okay, so they were working with the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate, Laura? That sounds correct. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so Tommy Gates says, absolutely not. I'm not helping you do that. Not down with that. Fuck that. And he burns the diary pages. Mm-hmm. He throws it in the fire. Right. It's very dramatic, but it's too late. Okay. It is too late. Booth runs off to Ford's Theater. Yes. We all, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the president doesn't make it. He's going to kill Abraham Lincoln. Um, and the other dude shoots Tommy Gates. Yeah. Okay. But he's able to take like a last surviving shred of yes. the burnt diary. Uh-huh. And he scrams. He's out of there. He's out of there. Okay. So Tommy Gates is dying. Mm-hmm. As he's dying, he leans over to his son, who was there for this whole thing. Right. So scarred forever. Papa, no. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> no, I can't. I'm dying. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. So he leans over uh-huh. and with his last breath says, the debt that all men pay. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave you with that. <laughs> It's a cliffhanger. <laughs> Take from that what that will. Good night. Um, yeah, so I, it looks like we got a riddle on our hands. Ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. So flash forward to our BFG, mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin Gates. Yeah. Famed treasure hunter and, like, a historian. Yeah. I don't even know what mm-hmm. he's supposed to be, but mm-hmm. he finds treasure. As Body we've learned from the first Tom Hanks in the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Which came first? The Da Vinci Code. I feel like they were trying oh, to mimic it. So they were really going yeah, Da Vinci Code I, I on this. I feel like it. All right. He's giving a speech. Mm-hmm. Very Da Vinci Code. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. You're right. Uh, he's giving a speech on the night of the Golden Circle mm-hmm. or nights, whatever, at some conference because he was related to Tommy Gates. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And when he's doing this, he's interrupted by black market dealer Mitch Wilkinson. A.K.A. Ed Harris. Yeah, Eddie Ed. Bald Ed. <laughs> uh, black market Mitch. <laughs> That's what I decided to call him. He claims to have that burnt shred. Uh-huh. Okay, from John Wilkes Booth's diary. Grand, Is that his name? Great-grandpapa's. <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. he says it like that. He yes. says great-great-granddaddy, and uh-huh. I hate it. My granddaddy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I hate it. yeah. Um, it paints Tommy Gates in a bad light. Okay, mm. he's claiming that he was in on Lincoln's assassination yes. and he was actually working the mastermind with the bad guys. Yeah. Um, is what he claims mm-hmm. the shred says. Yeah. yeah. BFG and his Papa Patrick are fucking pissed. Okay. Yeah. And they're not standing for it. No. So they set out to prove their family's innocence by finding the treasure. Of they course. say he was burning the pages to uh, correct, right? To get them off the trail, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not, you know. Not, is everyone Well, we're not sure. <laughs> we're not sure what's happening. <laughs> Me but trying all to explain. this leads to a treasure hunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need that's, to know. That's the most important part. So, they need to find this treasure Gotta find to it. prove the It makes no yeah. fucking sense, but just, you know what, go with it. Mm-hmm. With the help of computer nerd Riley Pohl. Of course. <clears throat> I have to clear my throat. Who just wrote a book. He just started a book, and he's really upset that no one's paying attention. He's like, he came to his book signing. Yeah, but what about my book? And no one gives a fuck. (laughs) And his super smart ex-girlfriend, Abigail Chase. Mm -hmm. She works for, I don't know, the museum or something. She's a big deal in history shit, too. Historian, right. (laughs) I believe that's where he met her the first time around. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Ben finds the diary page 
and discovers the cipher that leads to the treasure. Yes. Okay, so now it's we're going it's puzzle time. We're going fucking classic national treasure. Yes. Okay. Treasure hunt. Yeah. And they are finding like historical shit left yeah. and right. They're flinging facts at yeah. you. I'm not gonna write down every clue that they stumble you can't. upon. I find it interesting because I believe, and I'm going to keep going back, yeah. and I have to do it to the Da Vinci Code because the <laughs> cipher, he used the Fibonacci Code, which is like a cipher. So it's it like they really did. They really did bite. They really did bite the Da Vinci Code. Was that Code. a hit? Was the Da Vinci oh Code my a hit? God. It, was, it was a Damn. huge hit. Okay. But then it was also, you know, got a lot of hate bashing. I'm going to cover it. Hate bashing? I am. You I'm going to cover it. Yeah, because it had to do with religion and shit. So, you know. People really tend to not like that. But you know, yeah. this started today. In a cage. <laughs> today we're talking about national treasure. We'll hit the Da Vinci Code at another time. I'm not going to say another word about it. Just know I'm bitter about it. <laughs> Take a shot every time Lord says the, the Da Vinci, Vinci Code. <laughs> all right. So anyway, the debt that all men pay. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with my throat? I don't know. It like you walk into this room and it's like a mucus. Ball. I literally remember when I yeah. talked earlier about not feeling sexy and I need a makeover. This is not helping. <laughs> I'm mucusy and gross. <laughs> all right. Anyway, the debt that all men pay. Right. It was a clue. Yeah. And it leads them to Paris. Of course. And I want to know how are they getting everywhere? Mm-hmm. They don't address the fact that they just appear like that now, in these places. The next scene, they're in fucking Paris. They don't subject you to the plane ride and the little weenie dogs that you get <laughs> as a snack. And you know, when the, the fuck did you ever get a weenie dog as a snack on I, an airplane? Well, <laughs> peanuts. Totally different. That's a different snack. A cocktail weenie would be a good addition. <laughs> <It would. laughs> Airplanes, listen up. All right. This leads them to Buckingham Palace. So now we go to Paris. Now we're going to London. Right. The music they fucking play whenever Nicolas Cage is like deciphering a clue. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like historical sounding trumpets. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. I just it. love how they weave in and out of these like you know, the tightest security in the country places, and they're just like, That's let me I mean. go in there. No, Nick Cage is smarter than all of these people, Laura. Of course. All right, BFG uses his amazing diversion skills. At oh, the my fucking- God. <laughs> Yo. So bad. If you just skip to this part of the movie and watch the next five minutes when they get to Buckingham Palace, yeah. for some reason they have to create a diversion to go and get the clue, and yeah. he starts just being Nicolas Cage. I thought I was w- watching Vampire's Kiss again. Literally, he's like stomping all over the place. <laughs> making he's those weird crazy eyes. Making the weird faces. Saying the weirdest shit. He says something about, like, hammers and mash. <laughs> he just starts saying, like, random words, and then at one point he goes, Ew! <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? It's probably like all improvised. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> I was that was like, not in the script. I was like peeing my pants. I was like, this is why I fuck with this dude. Like, he's, he's it crazy. makes no sense, but it makes all the sense in the His world. His eyes get to like the size of saucers and he just like <laughs> totally whacked out. Classic cage. Classic cage. Classic um, cage. So, you know, he uses all of these mm-hmm. skills and they sneak upstairs where they find a carved clue like hidden in a desk. Mm-hmm. Okay, they think that they're on a roll. Mm-hmm. But not so fucking fast. No. Okay, no. turns out Black Market Mitch. <laughs> he's bad. hot on their trail. <laughs> he's bad. Okay, and he's after the treasure yeah, too. Of course. It all comes down to the treasure. Yeah. Mitch and his boys cloned Papa Patrick's phone. Okay, so now they are hot on the gang's trail. After they like clonked said, him over the head. <laughs> they did. They just knocked John Boyd the fuck out. Uh, they eventually snagged the carved desk clue mm. after a sick car chase. Okay, Mitch and his gang. I, I like how Nick Cage looks up at the camera. 
do smiles. <laughs> That's a good pauser. He's like, it's fine that they got the clue. Let's take a picture of it so we can have it. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, this is after a car chase. And then so he uses the traffic cam footage. He like holds the- I can't even describe it. It's so funny. He smiles for the camera. Let's just leave it at that. I literally can't even describe it. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Genius. Okay, anyway. BFG's mom and Papa Patrick's ex-wife helped the gang, the gang, the gang. <laughs> translate the carvings of from course. this picture <laughs> Nick Cage managed to get. And that message leads them to another desk in the Oval Office. A replica. No. I don't know. Oh, wait, is it a replica? I, I think it's like know. the same. Yeah. I started tuning out. You know when yeah. they're just hitting me with too much. Let me lay it down <laughs> for you. The queen gifted the Oval Office with a replica of her desk that was in Buckingham Palace. You are a fucking historian. So it has the same shit. The twin desk. Twin desk. Yes. yes. This would be the president's desk yes. of the United States mm-hmm. if you didn't know. Okay, yeah. this desk piece takes them to the president's book of secrets. Yes. Which is a book for presidents, by presidents, and for presidents' eyes only. Only. Okay, the book supposedly contains secrets to the government's biggest conspiracies and scandals. Mm-hmm. JFK. Watergate, Area 51, everything that Lee would just shit her fucking pants over is in this <laughs> mythical book. She's like, I gotta find it. I did. I was like, I would go on a fucking treasure hunt for that, that book. Did you look that up? Is that real? You know what? I, I don't need to look it up. I know it's real. I know that they, <laughs> yeah, they right. fucking have a stash of all the secrets. Let's write it all down. There you go. BFG wastes no time and immediately says, well, I'm going to have to kidnap the president of the United States. Of course. I got to clear my (laughs) relative's name. They were trying to replicate the I'm going to steal declaration Mm -hmm. of independence with this line. Yeah. But it didn't didn't land. It didn't land. land. It's so ridiculous. And that's essentially just what he does, though. He goes and fucking kidnaps the president. The president. And the president not only confirms that this book of secrets exists, he tells BFG exactly where to find it. Why not? He's like, Nick Cage, I can't resist your charms. Here's where the book is. Here it is. The gang gets the book of secrets, and it leads them to Mount Rushmore. Uh Okay, because we have to fucking shove every fucking U.S. landmark (laughs) into this fucking film. My mind was like, oh, my God, where am I? So you guessed it. Our two opposing treasure hunting groups yeah. have a meet at Mount Rushmore. A meet, not cute. A meet cute at Mount Rushmore. That would be a cute t-shirt for them to sell at their gift shop. Anyway. Okay, but they basically say, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Let's work together mm-hmm. to find the city of gold. Why do they have to find the city of gold? Well, wait, I think the book um, of secrets. Madman Mitch. Oh, wait. I Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this plot, I got yeah. confused yeah. for a second. Okay. Anyway, the city of gold will clear his name. Is Correct. that what it is, Correct. essentially? And Mitch just wants the gold. And Mitch just says, I want the gold. Okay. So I'll keep all of the gold and we'll clear your family's name. Let's just work together. Yeah, and Nick right. Cage is like, let's do it. Uh, they find the entrance. To the city of gold. Of course. Pretty, pretty, pretty easily. Damn quick. Yeah. Uh, and are immediately met with a bunch of booby traps leading. <laughs> it's traps. very googies. Googies? <laughs> Goonies. <laughs> what? It's very googies. Originally titled Googie. <laughs> the lesser known, maybe. The lesser known Googies. <laughs> oh my God. I need to go to bed. <laughs> like, I'm so sleep deprived. <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. So they're going through booby traps to get yeah. to the gold. 
the gang eventually finds a treasure, and mm-hmm. they realize that someone must sacrifice themselves in order for the rest mm-hmm. to escape safe, safely. Mitch okay. volunteers. Black Market Mitch <laughs> is like, you know what? <laughs> I, he admits to crafting the entire story about yeah. the diary page mm-hmm. in order to get BFG in on the treasure yeah. hunt. Because he knew he's that the only he could find he's the best. He's the best treasure hunter around. And then he promptly agrees to be the sacrifice. As long as he gets posthumous credit for finding the city of gold. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go down. <laughs> Does he, though? I thought at first he was going to sacrifice Nikki Cage. No. Oh, No, he says, okay. you know what? You I go. Must have, I must have dipped out <laughs> at that point. We were in and out of this film so <laughs> many like, times. Oh, my God. This is four days of watching this It's supposed this film. to be a moment. He's like, I found the city of gold and no one's ever going to know it. Give me credit. And then he, like, lets himself go and die. You know what? After everything he put me through, I'd be like, Fuck no you, credit. black market bitch. <laughs> You found nothing. You stay here and die. (laughs) So the rest of the gang makes it to the surface safely and are met by cops who are there to arrest Benjamin Franklin Mm -hmm. Gates because he kidnapped the president. Of course. Duh. Uh, But the president says, absolutely not. This man is free to go. This is my bro Cephas. (laughs) (laughs) This is the BFG. Okay. And he agrees to give them all credit for their discovery. Of course. And black market Mitch too. Okay. He can have his moment as he's like fucking dying down there. They're like, we're not going to try to help you. We'll give you credit though. BFG and Abigail Chase rekindle their romance. Of course. Uh, as do BFG's mom and pops. And mama and pop. Helen Mirren and yeah. John Voigt. Yeah. Also highly unlikely. <laughs> Very. <laughs> and Riley Poole gets his car back because for some reason it was taken away. Yes. I don't remember. Yes. Um, the end. The end. That's National Treasure. And it only took four days. It was so long. Why wasn't it called City of Gold? Like there Maybe. were too many things going on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my. I feel like they <laughs> tried. Verdict. I feel like every ounce of history that they did not pack into the first one, they, they packed into, into this the one. second I one. I was my mind was blown. I was like everywhere. I'm like, what the hell? That's what I mean. Every historical landmark, every historical mm-hmm. fact. I don't know how accurate it was. Mm-hmm. Again, I didn't look into it because there were too many. I would be fact checking for days. Oh my gosh! Yeah, forget it. Not interested. Yeah. So I bet you're wondering, Lee, what is your lesson? Because what is your lesson? Movie is not magical. No. Neither was the first one. And I, I, I think I somehow, what did I talk about? Secret I mean, Society. Yeah, Secret Society. It's one of those weird movies that's like, it's so fantastical that it almost falls it into the... It kind of is magical because it's, it, it's, it's fantasy. fantasy. Right. Yeah. So it fits. Yeah. But so I could have like looked into ciphers mm-hmm. or whatever. But you know what? I didn't. No. I was like, fuck that. I want to talk more about Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage November. You kind of did this last year. Yes. This was kind of your lesson. So go back and listen if you want like hilarious backstory. Is kind of, and we talked about his birth chart, I think. I literally just Googled why is Nicolas Cage so weird? And I wrote a bunch of them down (laughs) verbatim, like verbatim. There you go. And I did not fact check these. I don't know if these are true, but I want to give you what is said about him yeah. or what he has supposedly said yeah. so we can all understand a little bit more. Because I, we're not the only ones. Like, you kind of love and hate him. Yes. He is simultaneously a very good actor. And a very and bad a one. And a very bad one. Yeah. And this movie is a great example because he's yes. just like, he's doing his thing. Doing his thing. Wearing his little wig with the hairs. <laughs> with the brown bob. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, he has to have these moments of just, like, weirdness. Yeah. And it's, like, 
It's that's like him, him shining through. That's Nick Cage. This is my, he's like, I have to put my stamp I'm on I'm breaking it. character and I'm just going to be Nick Cage. It's kind of like Jack Black showing his ass crack in every <laughs> movie he's in. Like, <laughs> if you didn't see his ass crack, it's not a Jack Black that's film. That's right, that's right. This is Nick Cage's that. He's this like, is Nick Cage's ass crack. I have to break character for just two seconds. Just two seconds. And be Let a me slip in. Yeah. Let me slip in. With I'll slip real back Nick out. <laughs> Stamp. <laughs> so I'm going right. to read these to you. Okay. And we're, you know what, let's just talk about well, it. Let's talk about them. Okay. He once woke up to a naked stranger eating a fudge sickle <laughs> at the foot of his bed. <laughs> Where that would probably be alarming. Alarming to most people. He probably joined him in a fudge sickle. I think that I read that he like really noticed that it was a fudge sickle. Like, he woke up he and was like, oh, my God, there's a man at the end of my bed. And he's like, what's he eating? A Is that a fudge sickle? sickle? Did like- you get that from my freezer? Am I down one fudge sickle? Where? Wait a minute. Did you bring me one? That would be me. That would be me. Oh, where's my fudge where's sickle? Fudge- Where'd you get that? That literally would be me. Oh, fuck, I love it. That's what I mean. I feel like me and him kind of would vibe a little bit. We understand each other a little. I'm not sure why. Uh, he chooses which animals he eats based on how they have sex. <laughs> so an Classic example, Nick Cage. an example, he avoids pork because he says pigs have dirty sex. <laughs> Acting like he doesn't but have does dirty he observe sex. Them having <laughs> I, sex? I don't even know. I don't even want to know. I guess because they're in mud. I don't know, Laura. I don't want to know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, he likes yogurt. <laughs> yeah, hot yogurt toast. Who the fuck are you to judge? Anybody's sex life. <laughs> you just keep your trap shut. Hot yogurt toast. <laughs> Fucking hell. That is my nightmare. Oh my God. Like literally. Dude. Ugh, gross. That would kill me. If you want to kill me, well, hot I, yogurt toast. When I went back and listened to the episode and we talked about the hot yogurt toast, you said, I'm never eating yogurt again. But yet every morning when I was during pregnant, your pregnancy, you ate yogurt. Dude, I must have mentally you blocked, blocked that. Out. that. Blocked because it out. now. Now that I've I've refreshed my mem, we'll never eat yogurt again. <laughs> no yogurt. No yogurt. All right. This is a direct quote. Okay. Uh, once I was being stalked by a mime. Silent, but maybe deadly. <laughs> SBD. Uh, all right. He bought a haunted mansion in New Orleans. Yeah. As inspiration for a horror novel, which he never wrote. <laughs> the most haunted mansion. It was supposedly the most haunted mansion. Yeah. He's like, I have to have it. Madame LaLaurie, gonna... right? I think, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to write this novel. It never happened. He Not. didn't get very far. <laughs> uh, he purchased a pet octopus to, quote unquote, help him with his acting. <laughs> And again, I didn't look into any of these. Like, I just took them. Why though? Like, why how would it help octopus? You? I, I again, I don't think I want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> how would that help you? I have so many. And questions. like, couldn't he just visit it at the zoo? Did he have to buy one and put it in his house? Well, that's what leads me to believe it had to be touching him in some way. Ew! Ew that's, uh, that sounded wrong. Oh I did, my god! I didn't mean. I meant he had to have like. <laughs> This is just, no. This is a hot mess. This is a hot mess. You know what I mean? As I think he is. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. He is Uh, my nightmare. (laughs) 
Laura's going to be scarred for life after these episodes. I'm just going to leave that one. Just leave that Because it went there. down. I didn't mean it Let's to go not, down that path. Oh, my. Let's just drop it. Okay. He has said he really wants to do a musical. <laughs> I think that you what absolutely should. Oh, my God. I think that would be some good material. What Do you would think it be? he can sing? Has he ever sang in a movie? I feel like sometimes he randomly bursts out in a song. I think he tries to sing Elvis tunes. Often. Stop it. He does, doesn't he? He is a big fan. <laughs> you guys are going to be bros. <laughs> what musical would he star in? I would love to see him in Rent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. How about the music man? I would love- <laughs> <laughs> but there's that character in Rent that's like kind of like a rock star. Uh-huh. Like I think he wears <laughs> leather pants. A leather pants. Leather he pants. didn't have the leather pants on in this. He in didn't. This, no. He had a jacket. <laughs> I wanted the pants back. <laughs> yeah, definitely Rent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I think we've talked about this one. Mm-hmm. But he was supposedly the first choice to play Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. Have we talked about that? That would have been. Thank God Jake is not in this room because I would have just insulted him. Catastrophic. Can you? I can't. I don't even want I to mean, imagine it. It would have been the same hairdo he had in Connor. <laughs> it just would have been his no performance. New, in no new wig needed. <laughs> just, just walk off of that set into the Shire, my friend. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, He once took mushrooms with his cat. (laughs) Again, I did not get clarification. I don't know if that means he gave his cat mushrooms. I think. I think so. (laughs) They both were tripping together. That's fucking animal cruelty. I did read that one. That's That's crazy. I feel like he's got a lot of relationships going on with animals. (laughs) Again, we're just going to drop it and move on. My brain can't handle it. Okay. He traveled the world in search of the Holy Grail. And after not finding it, concluded it only made sense as a metaphor. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that so much. Uh, David Jones. <laughs> Him as Indiana He's going to remake it. I'm totally down for that. Uh, David Lynch has called him the jazz musician of American acting. And that makes so that much sense. That does. David Lynch, you smart motherfucker. He is. All right, he once crashed a Nick Cage film festival and did a surprise reading of Edgar Allan Poe for the crowd. Oh, my God. Like, none of you wanted this, but I'm going to read you some Edgar Allan Poe. Here I am. Uh, He wants to be buried in a pyramid, and I believe he's already purchased said pyramid pyramid plot. I wonder if he has it all decked out in Nick Nick Cage uh, Cage. memorabilia. (laughs) Do you think Bury me here. Do you think he has his own memorabilia? I feel like he would a little bit. Oh my gosh. I feel like he has a blanket of himself. (laughs) With the banana. (laughs) With the banana peel. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That sounds accurate, doesn't it? I think it does. Here's the last one I'm going to leave you with. There's a book written by Lindsay Gibb all about Nick Cage's career called National Treasure. So you're going to have to get, you know what you're getting under your Christmas tree. If you don't find don't. all these Nick Cage faces, <laughs> you're getting a bunch of copies of that book. Oh, so that's shit. my lesson. Oh my God. I just wanted to. Well worth it. Right. You know, because this just keeps Nick Cage November going on year after year because oh, there's just so much material. Out. We're never going to run there's out. There's so much material. I'm so excited to find out more. Every year, I just feel like, you know. There's more. And he did that movie where he, like, is aware of himself 
We have to dive oh into that. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. 10 like out of 10. Being John Malkovich, being Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I mean, he's in on the joke. Right. That's what makes it so good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I love it. All right. Would you like some fun and random facts about National Treasure 2? There's sure not would. many. Okay. Uh, 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. One of the lowest. <laughs> <laughs> One of the lowest. <laughs> not great. Good, not great. <laughs> Uh, Dame Helen Mirren was invited to meet Queen Elizabeth II, but couldn't make it because she was in South Dakota filming this fucking movie. Oh, crap. She said, no, no, I don't need to meet you, Queen. Only if I can come and look under your desk. (laughs) I have to fucking go film with John Voight. (laughs) No thanks. Shit. Uh, Country music star Randy Travis makes an appearance. I know. I don't know why. Bizarre. So fucking random. When he goes to kidnap the president, Randy Travis is just there singing. Singing tunes. Singing a tune for the president's, like, birthday or something. I don't fucking, I don't get it. You were like, is that Randy Travis? And I was like, tap, 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 tap. Absolutely it it was. Uh, There were little hints uh, all throughout the movie about page 47 of Mm -hmm. the Book of Secrets. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that was leading to a third movie. Oh, shit. Like, the president's like, what do you, What did you think about page 47? And Nick Cage is like, I think I can handle that. So, you know, it's another, oh, like, fucking treasure. Oh, shit. Well, And this is, like, the movie that just keeps getting pushed off. I don't know if there's going to be a third national treasure movie. Not with 36% on Rotten Tomatoes for this one. Doesn't look good. Yeah. Not looking good. However. John Turtletop <laughs> ducking out. <laughs> Turtletop out. <laughs> But I don't know if John Turtletop is responsible for... There's a National Treasure series coming to Disney Plus in oh December. Oh, my gosh. It's Does called, it star Nick Cage? No, oh, he's not in it. They kicked him out. How do you have National Treasure without Nick Cage? Maybe just Riley Poole. I, did, I do think I saw his face in the really? promo. I do. Okay. It's called National Treasure Edge of History. Hmm. hmm. You know what? I'm intrigued. Okay. But not. But how are they going to explain the disappearance of the Nikki of BFG? Cage? Benjamin Franklin Gates was carrying he that actually, film franchise on his fucking back. He was actually sacrificed in Cibola. <laughs> Black Market Mitch made it out. I wonder if he's going to be in. All right. That is the end. Of National Treasure Book of Secrets. That's all I got. I love it. So maybe we'll catch you next year. Catch you next <laughs> maybe year. Maybe they'll have come out with a third one. Otherwise, you're going to have to pick another Nick Cage. Or I'll have to do the jewel. show. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, if Nick Cage isn't in the show, I can't do it. So I've got plenty to choose from. Uh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. All right. That all wraps right. up my segment. That means I'm up. You're up. Hold on to your seat. <laughs> Okay, I'm so ready. Here we go. I, I don't know how I even picked this one. I'm doing. <laughs> I picked it for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm doing The Sorcerer's Apprentice. I said, Lore, we can't talk about, you know, Nick Cage have some magic. It's got to be magical in some way because I'm dropping the fucking ball. <laughs> Bitch, you do this one. <laughs> Take this. Take it away. 2010 American fantasy slash action. Okay, yeah. I feel like you can't say Nick Cage without action. He right? always is in a car chase. Like, is there a Nick Cage movie besides? This will not disappoint. <laughs> is there a car chase? I love it. Uh, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Okay. Directed by John Turtletop. John Turtletop back in. <laughs> Hello. He's like, let's He didn't get us- enough of the cage. <laughs> he had to come back for more. Uh, it was released by Walt Disney Pictures, the same team behind the National <laughs> Treasure movies. You're shitting me. No. That makes so much sense. I watched some of it with you. Yeah. 
It yeah. makes so much sense. Similar vibe. Similar vibe for Similar sure. Vibe. It's so bad. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> to clear my throat for this. All yeah. right. It's named after a segment of the 1940 Fantasia. Fantasia. Fantasia 2000 called <laughs> The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Okay, yeah. Starring none other than the Mickey Mouse. The Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Uh, these were all based on a 1797 poem by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Okay. And an 1890s symphonic poem by mm-hmm. Paul Dukas entitled The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Wow, okay. Uh, $150 million <laughs> budget. Yeah. Only did $215 million at the box office. Okay, so, like, not great. Not great. It was considered a box office bummer. Ooh. It is considered one of the 10 biggest box office <gasps> flops of 2010. You're kidding me. And one of the worst performing, <gasps> excuse me, Disney films of all time. Are you kidding me? Disney has so many films. Ouch. I read one review and I just have to quote it because it was hilarious. The reviewer quoted, uh, Nicolas Cage starred in this film. Need we say more? Oh, no. Ouch. A good Nicolas Cage movie is an area where lightning rarely strikes twice. (laughs) They said he had national treasure. John Turtletop, give it up. That was it. You got one. Fuck out. All right, here's your cast. I didn't think it was that bad, was it? It's just another drag on for, you know, like a a premise that has just been done so many times. It's been beat to death. Oh, my God. Wrap it up. (laughs) All right. I just took a swig of coffee as soon as you said that and it almost came out of my nose. Yeah, I wouldn't watch this again. All right, here. <laughs> Nikki Cage as Baltazar Blake. Bring him in. All right, Jay Baruchel as Dave Stutler. See, Stutler. Yeah. I love Dave Baruchel, yeah, so that yeah. must be why I'm like, I didn't think it was that bad because I think he's hilarious. Yeah, he was he was good in this. Yeah. Um, Alfred Molina, whom I love, yeah. as Maxim Horvath. He's always kind of an asshole, though. He does always kind of play the bad guy. I know. Even just like Baldy Ed. <laughs> Baldy Ed is <laughs> the bad guy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Teresa Palmer as Becky Barnes. Becky Barnes. Toby Kebble as Drake Stone. Okay. Omar Benson Miller as Bennett. Mm-hmm. Monica Bellucci as Veronica. Okay. And Alice Krieg, Krieg, <laughs> I don't know how you say it, as Morgana Le Fay. Uh, we'll n- remember her from that crapper, that Stephen uh, King crapper I did about Stephen the- Stephen King crapper. The cats. Oh my god! Remember with <laughs> yeah. with the guy from with uh, yeah, Leo? Yeah, they like low key had sex. Were they low key had sex? <laughs> Ew! And um, I believe she's the main character in Ghost Story. Oh fuck! Yes. Okay, got it. All right, here is your plot. Give it to me. All right, let's go way back to around 740 AD. Oh shit! Okay. When we see a battle ensue with the mighty magician Merlin. Merlin himself. M- the Merlin. Okay. And his arch nemesis Morgan Le Fay. Okay, so again with the stuff that has been yeah, beat to death. Got of course. It. Uh, in Merlin's corner, he has three trusted magicians that he has shared all of his magical secrets with. Oh, fuck. Okay. Baltazar. Nicholas Cage. Although my spell correct <laughs> every time, it's corrected it to bather. <laughs> Much so, less intimidating. Nikki Cage, bather. Bather. I somehow feel that that is not true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Baltazar, Veronica, and Horvath. Okay. His three trusted apprentices, right? Yeah, got it. Uh, they have to stop Morgan Le Fay, as she herself has rallied many a sorcerer to her side. Mm. Her goal, 
taking down mankind. You know, just, you just know. a small, casual, I we want the world seen, to crumble. We haven't seen that done before. Yeah. Horvath betrays his friends and joins forces with Morgan. Okay. She mortally wounds Merlin. She mortally, okay, I'm mm-hmm. following Morgan you. Morgan mortally wounds Merlin. <laughs> and Veronica yeah. manages to rip her soul out of her body and absorb it into her own. This is very complex. Right. Is this like the first scene of the this film? This is like the first two <laughs> seconds of the film. I'm like, what is happening here? Notes, notes, notes. Yeah. Uh, Morgan just figures that she'll take down Veronica from inside. Okay. But Baltazar imprisons both of them in a grim hold. A grim hold. Which is a magical prison. Oh. It's disguised as a nesting doll. You know those you know nesting what? dolls? I do know those nesting dolls. I don't dolls. think they would have had those back in medieval times. Yeah, where the fuck did they get a nesting doll? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a nesting doll with the beetles on it. <laughs> like <laughs> the years, exactly. the mathing, mathing. <sighs> uh, before he bites the dust, yeah. Merlin entrusts a dragon statue to Baltazar. Okay. So, like a little tiny dragon. <laughs> a little, yeah. A like something dragon. you play, yeah, like chess with or something. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, stating that it will identify the prime Merlinian. And what is that? That is a descendant of Merlin's okay. and the only one capable of taking down Morgan Le Fay. Okay, got Once it. Once and for all. Wow. Only one. There can be Ooh, only one. Right. So Balthazar travels throughout history in search, coming up empty time and time again. I love this <laughs> sequence of them showing Nicolas Cage throughout history. Throughout history. Hilarious. Fucking hysteric. The amount of wigs. How many wigs? <laughs> There's so many wigs. So many wigs. Uh, we'll get to his grand entrance. Uh, he even manages to imprison um, Morgan's supporters, like people that were oh, supporting okay. her, including Horvath. In Traps the him in doll. the Grimhold. Yep. There's like a new layer to the doll every that's time right. he traps that's someone. That's right. I think their face gets like <laughs> uh, Time flies when you're having fun. Stop. So let's jump to New York City 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ten-year-old Dave wakes up to Jimmy Eat World tune. Okay. Bleed American. Love oh, it. dude. I, that's one of my all-time favorite albums. I know. To this me day, too. I fucking fuck same, with that album. Same. Uh, as he heads off to a school field trip, yeah. Dave makes a love connection with Becky. Okay. Hey, Bex. Whom he promptly sends a note asking if she would like to be his girlfriend. Please check the box. Yes or no. Someone asked Did me you? out that way before. I, I've when had, I was like 16. That's I, how like, you did this, it. When, when you were I was 16? In school, when I was in school. Yeah. God, I see. I felt like that was a little like, let's leave these childish And then you would behind. like fold the notes up to look like a little football, remember? I didn't have time for that. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I crumpled it up and was like, what are you doing? You never wanted to get a no, <laughs> no box. <laughs> we're seeing two vastly different sides to, to this. <laughs> As he is just about to find out the answer, hmm. the note blows away in the wind. That's very you. That is very you. This would happen to you. <laughs> Prompting Dave to chase after it. Oh. Passing a Ben and Jerry's ice cream cart on his chase. I, I made note of that cart. I said, where are you at that they have Ben and Jerry's ice cream carts? He just New walked York? up and get some Ben and Jerry. New York New City. New York City. <laughs> Tell me right now. Do you have fucking Ben and Jerry's carts on the side of your streets? <laughs> Maybe in, in 2000. Where are we at? 2000. The Maybe year 2000? Oh, fuck. Maybe it's not hit What a time now. to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was there. <laughs> Um, so after he passes the Ben and Jerry's <laughs> card on his chase, he's led to an antique store. Oh, your fave. By you, uh, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do love an antique. Oh, I do. Uh, owned by, you guessed it, 
about to say. Nicholas Cage, come on out. Nick Cage. We've got a curly bob going Dude, on this time. Curly it's bob. So curly. <laughs> like, I don't know what they were going for. It looks crunchy. Very year 2000. It looked like he put some mousse. You know that mousse that made your hair like crack? That's what he had in his fucking hair. For sure. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Those were spirally. <laughs> Uh, Balthazar hands Day of the Dragon statue, okay, which, of course, comes to life and wraps around his little finger like a ring. So Dave is the prime You're the one. He's the one. I've been searching forever. Little Dave. Uh, Dave is a little clumsy. Yeah. And accidentally ends up freeing Horvath from the Grimhold. Okay. A magical battle ensues between B and H, Balthazar <laughs> B and, and H. Horvath, and the two end up becoming trapped in this magical urn for 10 years. Only 10. Only That's 10. what I was confused about. I was like, who said only 10? This doesn't make yeah, any sense. 10. He, he's <laughs> 10. He very clearly states that as he's having a conversation with Dave. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, be careful. <laughs> Don't knock that over. You'll get, get trapped. trapped in there for 10 years. <laughs> Oddly specific. And Dave stumbles out of the antique store where his class has been searching for him because right. he strayed. Yeah. Um, thinking he peed his pants, his life becomes. Did, he, did he pee his pants? I don't think he I said it's he said something. Many times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know I have because you tell it every time. She beat out the gun. You did. His life becomes a ridicule sesh and he has to transfer schools. Dave, it's totally fine. Dave. We've all done this. It's having some problems. If if you meet someone and they say that they have not have I said this before? <laughs> They've this not sounds like a leism. That that A, they haven't pissed themselves and B, they haven't shit themselves. More importantly, they're lying to you. <laughs> Oh These are the nuggets I'm going to give my daughter. <laughs> Before this you is go real out into the this world, is real just know that everyone you meet has shit themselves. Don't try to be perfect. Just <laughs> roll with it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's jump 10 years. Okay. Dave, now 20. 20. Right? Ooh. All that he has on his mind is school and completing his Tesla coil project <laughs> if he wants to graduate. If graduate. he wants to graduate, he wants, <laughs> to, be, he wants to be a graduate. <laughs> did we just coil. talk about Tesla coils? We did. That's funny. We're very sciencey this month. What are the odds? Is November the month of science? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, he runs into Becky. Hey, Beck. Go figure at a lecture. And Dave is still smitten after all of these years. And she immediately says, you're the kid that pissed your oh, pants. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? She's like, didn't you have to move? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Beck. <laughs> feel um, like Adam Sandler in The Wedding Singer. You want to talk about when my parents died, too? <laughs> uh, Dave doesn't have very many moves. No. But at one point, he does try to impress Becky Stop with it. the One Republic <laughs> tune, Secrets, which we will hear at least five times throughout this movie, yeah. synced up to his Tesla coil. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the Tesla coil sparks are dancing to the song. So it's supposed to be this big ass moment. He's like, watch this. <laughs> and you could have had that fucking Tesla coil sing any song. And then it's like, tell me what I mean, you want from me. I mean, it started out with Stevie Wonder's superstition. So yeah, that good, was cool. Good lead. But then he, <laughs> he went into, into one republic. Bad move, Dave. Well, but hey, it seemed to work on Becky because the sparks. It. Are literally it was flying. Probably a, a, a top 100 hit in the year 2010, <laughs> but fuck. I mean, in all of my research, they kept just saying one Republic song. <laughs> so it must have been a big thing. It was a fucking moment. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, so the sparks literally flying. Yeah, right? absolutely. The two magicians are freed from the vase because the 10 years are up. Oh, okay. Uh, I love Nikki Cage's look in this. 
Must have had a lot of time to shop in the vase. He was wearing a lot of rings. He comes out. Love the coat, <laughs> the hat, the rings. The bag, love it all. The fingerless gloves. I love the whole Dude, thing. Dude, he is wearing fingerless gloves <laughs> so he can show off his rings. All he needs is a dangly earring. Fuck. <laughs> you know what? And I'd be smitten. <laughs> you know how I love a dangly earring. Uh, of course, the two head straight for Dave, right? Yeah. To make a long story short, because this movie is so long, very short. The rest of the movie is <laughs> just some fighting. Is it's like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer montage where Baltazar has yeah. very little time to teach Dave to be the King Wizard, so uh-huh. he can take down Horvath and Morgan Le Fay. Yeah, and of course, still have enough time to get the girl in the end. He's right? got to get the girl. It's a cat and mouse chase with Horvath, yeah. who solicits the help of another magician named Drake Stone. Oh, my God. Whom Dave mistakes for a member of Depeche Mode. <laughs> I loved that fucking joke. Yeah. That was a good joke. But you know what? Straight up ripoff. Straight up fucking ripoff. He's supposed Chris to be Chris Angel. Angel. That poor motherfucker. I don't get this. Like, Zach Bagans, I get. Why are we ripping on Chris Angel Chris so Angel. hard? Poor Drake Stone. He had I, frosted tips. I have to vindicate Chris Angel. Were frosted tips big in the tube? Absolutely, they were. I loved a frosted tip. I, in, in fact, let me tell you. They used to make these caps. Uh, I know. That you had, like, a little pick. It's and like you a would crochet pick. hook. It was a crochet you hook. You stuck it in the hole. You stuck it in the cap and picked out what tips you would like to be frosted. And we know this because my brother. <laughs> all the time. How could you, you ask have, if they you have were a picture hit? of my mom pulling? <laughs> he would fucking hunt me down. It, he would track me down if I ever released a photo. But yeah, frosted tips were huge. Oh my I, gosh. I, I, I would get them now. Would you? <laughs> Please I'll don't. Do Please don't. Oh my gosh. That's going to be part of my makeover. <laughs> frosted tips. Just the tip. Just the all tip. Right. The good guys went out in the end. Yeah, because of well, they do. it's a Disney movie, right? Yeah, Lord Dragon. They take down Horvath, who confide, confides that the reason that he flipped sides was because he was in love with Veronica. No one gives a shit, and she loved Balthazar. Oh no, classic! It was a right? love triangle. It's a classic love, love triangle the Damn. whole time. Wow, I'm going to take down humanity because <laughs> she <laughs> didn't, like didn't like me. Like wah, me wah. <laughs> she checked no on the note that I passed her. All right, so they take down Morgan Le Fay. They free Veronica so her and Nikki can be together. Nick Cage finally gets some loves. He spent he, a lot of time trapped in the vase. He's ready. I mean, his hair was blown in the wind. You like forgot Connor. to bring up the scene where he is nope. for some reason. No, I'm not done yet. I'm not <laughs> okay, done. Okay. okay. Dave gets the girl in the end, yeah. and they fly off on this large metal eagle, which is really weird. <laughs> and they live happily ever after. New York City is safe again. Yeah. But there are a few highlights. <laughs> Thank God. Are you going to bring up the pickle? Bring up the pickle. <laughs> they do their chase scenes in this ridiculous car that looks like they got it off of Cruella Bonnie DeVille. <laughs> Cruella DeVille. <laughs> I was expecding her to step out with her coat in the Dalmatians. Yeah, he looks like Bonnie and Clyde's runaway car. I don't know why. Well, he's traveled through history. That's right. So he picked it up from that era. That's right. Um, uh, the Nikki character, <laughs> Nikki's character claims that he has not eaten in 10 years because he was stuck in the vase. In the vase, but right. what? He's obviously crazy. But they have chops. Pickly. <laughs> Pickly, because <laughs> we at least have this like five minute scene. This is this is the scene 
This is the most. Where he's, he's just a break character. This is the Jack I'm Black ass crack. I'm Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. And he's waving this freaking dick over. <laughs> he's like shaking this dill spear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those pickles you get at the Renaissance Dude, Festival. It was huge. <laughs> I love those. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know why, and I fucking got, did I get a moment, was this the scene where I had to pause it? Because his hair was all the wig. of a sudden changed. It was changing colors. It was, <laughs> it was sitting on a completely different spot on his head as he was flipping this pickle. You're like, look, you can see the wig. He like paused it. I'll share the photo on Instagram. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, the Tesla coil is literally a character in and of itself. You know what? I love that. It deserves respect. <laughs> All right, so here is a few fun and random facts. Were there a lot? Um, not too, too okay. many. <laughs> All right, the idea for the film came from none other than Nick Cage. Of course it did. He really wanted to explore the mystical world and play a role where he had magic powers. <laughs> and could wear a lot of rings. <laughs> Here's what he said. National treasure, make it magic. <laughs> They said, no, Nick. No, Nick. So the whole gang, he got the whole gang back together Fuck for yeah. this film. <laughs> John Turtletop, you will do a magic Have film. Have you seen the Da Vinci Code? <laughs> we did that in National Treasure, too. Oh, All right, the 1935 Rolls-Royce Phantom in the movie yeah. was actually Nick Cage's car, You're and he let them use it. He said, I really want this He's to have like, its moment. I really have a Cruella de Vil car. <laughs> and I think it would be great and yeah. magical if we used if it. If we used it, let's bring it in. Yeah, it exactly. makes no sense, but we're going to bring it in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There is a scene when Dave attempts to clean the lab using magic. Okay. Because Becky's coming over. He's got to get and ready. And he's a slob. Yeah. Yeah. So the mops come to life. And wreak havoc. <laughs> okay. And it's literally a direct. I did not see this part. Yeah. It's directly from Fantasia when Mickey is cleaning <gasps> oh, and all the mobs come yeah. to life and oh, everything. Cute. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of the rings collected at the end is based on the five pointed star medallion from bed knobs and broomsticks from Ooh. the owl of Naboombu. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've heard you say that. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what is my freaking lesson today? <laughs> um, nesting dolls. <laughs> and how they did not exist. <laughs> yeah. in the, I wonder if they did, though. Wouldn't I be? <laughs> Wouldn't know? I just have mud on my face if they were? <laughs> <laughs> what? I've never heard that expression, really. <laughs> never in my life. Never in my life. Oh, fuck. Look it up, Lee. <laughs> we are not historians. So it could, <laughs> nesting dolls very well could be old as shit, and we just don't I'm, know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fact check that. <laughs> All right, so my lesson is Merlin today. Ooh, okay. Yes, yeah. yes. And of course... You know, that's a big lesson. <laughs> She's this Mary. I'm like this. I could have gotten a master's degree in, in Merlin. Merlinian. <laughs> and yes. I'm like, so, you know. Yeah. Don't come at me. I'm She's only saying covering, shut the fuck up. She's I'm doing only the best covering, she can. Yeah. <laughs> this is, you just know, the tip. Timid, just a tip. That's right. All right. Merlin, best known throughout Arthurian legend as the great and powerful wizard at mm. the side of King Arthur. Yeah, he's popped up a bunch, yeah. obviously. We talked about him briefly in the Mists of Avalon, I believe. Yes. Mm -hmm. And most often the guiding force throughout the medieval tales of Arthurian legend. 
Your voice just like went very scholarly. Did it? <laughs> yeah. Mm, my scholarly voice. Nice. The origin of this mystical figure seems to be an amalgamation of several tales and historical figures. Oh, interesting. So the two that appeared most was Meridian the Wild. Hopefully I said that correct. Okay. Um, according to Scottish legend, uh, this guy went mad after a battle. <laughs> Okay. Like he was involved in a battle, right. you know, a war. Cheese off of yeah, the cracker. Yeah, cheese. I even have that here. Cheese off the cracker. Got it. He ran off into Scotland's Caledonian forest, living off the land and communing with the wildlife, hmm. eventually gaining the gift of prophecy. Okay. He was a druid. Mm-hmm. And the name Merlin is likely a Latinized version version of version Mer- yeah of Meridian or okay. Meridian or however you say that. I like that. Yeah, good but for this, him. Yeah. That sounds like what I want to do. I want to go off into the woods and live with the animals. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, but the same story translates over to an Irish tale. Okay. With the same modus operandi, oh. uh, known as the Madness of Sweeney. Mm. So, so that's a story in Irish folklore. Okay. Cool. Uh, the writings of a Welsh storyteller named Nennius around 800 AD writes of a young magician called Ambrosius, mm-hmm. who was the advisor of a legendary king of early Britain named Vortigern. Wow. Okay, you're really taking me on a journey. There's there's so much you, information. I was hit with a lot of facts in National Treasure Book of Secrets. <laughs> and now I'm giving you more and facts. now? Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm catching up. <laughs> Got it. All right. So 300 years later. So we have all of these little things I told you. And then 300 years later in 1136, mm-hmm. a British writer wrote a book entitled The History of the Kings of Britain. Okay. Where he borrows heavily from the previous tales we just talked about. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. And he kind of pushes them all together. Right. He gives like more details. Yeah. And he tells the story of a sorcerer known as Merlin Ambrosius. Ah. who was the advisor to the British king, Uther Pendragon, (gasps) and later his son, Arthur. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Yes, his Merlin drew on old Celtic legends Mm -hmm. about a wild man in the woods. Nice. The Madness of Sweeney, right? Yeah. Who possessed magical and fortune-telling powers. Okay. But it was thought that Merlin was born from a human mother who was seduced by a demon known as an incubus. Whoa, mm-hmm. I did not see that coming. And that is where his powers come from. Oh. Shape-shifting, prophecy. Whoa. Yeah, interesting, right? I don't think I've... Yeah, it seems in the early days of Merlin, he played both sides of the fence. Sometimes mm-hmm. he was good, sometimes he was evil. I feel like I did know that, Yeah, which is very mm-hmm. incubus, incubus in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope. New word, new word. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> uh, but by the 1200s, the influence of Christianity had restructured the Arthurian legends, making Merlin a wise old sage uh. who guided King Arthur with his knowledge of magic. Interesting. There you go. Yeah, okay. The stories of Merlin go on and on, but a few of his key accomplishments include that as a young boy, King Vortigern was attempting to build a temple, which kept falling down. Darn. Merlin Ambrosius had the gift of sight as he was young and told the king of a vision that he had. Okay. In which the reason that it kept falling down was because underneath the ground lived a red dragon and a white dragon. Oh, shit. And they were at war beneath the foundation he was trying to build. Oh, my God. He predicted that the red dragon of Wales, King Uh Vortigern, would be defeated by the white dragon of Britain. Oh, I see. 
which we know. There were not actual dragons. Right. I. Oh, no, they, but they were. <laughs> oh, they were. They were, but oh, okay. they represented the two kingdoms. Oh, okay. According to <laughs> the legend. <laughs> we should not be allowed to talk about this stuff. You are not allowed to talk about these types of things. We're just two melted ice cream cones. That's Who, right. let us Who talk? the hell let us talk? <sighs> uh, it was after this that Merlin decided that he would build the temple. Woody. I'll build it my damn self. Um, and he is credited with building the temple. Stonehenge. Yeah. No shit. He brought each of the big rocks over from Ireland and what? in one night. In one night. And that's how that magical. So that's one explanation mm-hmm. for that? Yeah. Interesting. That is one myth. I had. Is that Merlin built Stonehenge in one night. I have absolutely never heard that before. So it has all these mythical uh, powers. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Merlin was no dummy and very quickly allied himself with King Uther. Uther, what's up? Uther Pendragon. <laughs> <laughs> One night, Merlin laid the groundwork for the birth of King Arthur by using his magic to allow King Uther to have sex with another king's wife. Oh. Igraine. Igraine. <laughs> okay. This is really done very beautifully in the mists of Avalon. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> very beautifully. I mean, it's kind of... You know, you're like, it's kind of fucked up. It's kind of fucked up, but beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Creating a child card called Arthur, who Merlin predicted would one day be the king and unite all of Britain. Yes. King mm-hmm. Arthur. No surprise that Igraine and Uther entrusted Merlin to mold and prepare young Arthur for his future role. Right. Merlin also credited with crafting Excalibur and placing it within a stone that only the true king could remove. Which, of course, we know is King Arthur. The sword and the stone. Sword and the stone. Dots are connecting. He also, uh, it was his idea for the round table, which Arthur and his knights sat at and decided important business. Very famous, that round table. That round table. Uh, But in the end, even Merlin could not predict the downfall of King Arthur and his knights. Many say after the death of King Arthur, Merlin's cheese did slide off his cracker. Oh, no, was he devastated. And he retreated into the woods. To be like a little hermit. Yeah, or the madman. Right? Yeah. Some accounts have him falling in love with Nimue, or Vivienne, mm-hmm. the lady of the lake, who after learning all of his magical secrets, used the magic against him to imprison him in a cave where he perished. Okay, ow. Other tales link him to a love connection with Morgan Le Fay. Mm. Apparently he was quite the ladies' man. Wow, it was that long-ass beard. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I like to think he shapeshifted into a regal eagle. Okay, Lord. And flew away to parts unknown to create more magic for future generations. Did you make that up? I did. That was all me. A regal eagle. I could tell he by the way you He flew away said it. like the sorcerer's apprentice. He just hopped on that golden medal eagle and flew and he away. He flew away. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love that. That's my lesson. He's off creating magic on his on his eagle. I love that lore. That's so beautiful. I'm surprised Nick Cage didn't have himself portraying Merlin. I want to be Merlin. Let's and go back. Merlin. Are we sure that he didn't? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's in disguise. Another wig. I would like to see a movie of Nick Cage playing every role. Oh, my God. Every role in Rent. I just... You I, got right the musical now, down for I him. I just have it. He wants to do a musical. I need him to play every part. Every role. It'll be like Eddie Murphy oh, in the clumps. Yeah, literally, <laughs> that's what like I want. Every role. I want oh him gosh. to go, what's his name? Who does uh, Wayne's World and all that shit? And he plays like every oh, character in his movies. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Mike Myers. Mike Myers. <laughs> that took me a minute. Michael Myers. Not need, from Halloween. I need Nick Cage to follow that trail. That would be hilarious. And start with Rent. My God. The wigs he could wear. That's what I'm saying. The oh outfits. I think he would have It'd a be fucking wigglicious. 
<laughs> Wigalicious. <laughs> oh, TM. <laughs> I am TMing. Laura's <laughs> like, that's a good that's one. That's my you own write word. Down in my Wigalicious. <laughs> Use one word to describe Nicolas Cage. Wigglicious. <laughs> Dude, he has so many wigs. I wonder if he has a room just for his wigs. I was going to say, has anyone like, investigated this, honestly? Oh my gosh. I bet they're like heads that look just like him that all the wigs sit on. That would not be surprised. I bet you would see that in his house. I'm not even oh kidding. Oh my God. You really would. Like, right. what a mystery. Is yeah. that all you have? That's what I that have. That was really good. I like that lesson that you got out of it. Just the tip of Merlin. I found fun. something out of this shit show. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I hope you all leave here having learned something today. Well, if not, at least you know Nick Cage a little bit better. Yeah. And with each passing year, it's that's only going to grow. It's only going to grow, baby. It's We're terrifying. going deeper down the hole. We'll see you next year. Yes. Oh, my God. For another well, Nick Cage November. Yeah. Do we have a killer quote of the week? I don't think so. Oh, no. Okay. No. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week for our full-length episode. And a witch whisper. And a witch whisper. <laughs> yeah. We're I had a good one this week. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. You're not up this week. I'm Am I not? Oh, no. shit. <laughs> there you go. We literally don't know what's happening ever. I'm so glad we carved out time to celebrate Nick Cage November, though. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That and was absolutely fantastic. I better get to finding some stickers around the house. Go find those stickers. Oh, I promise I will record every time she finds one. Her shame. Her shame. They're probably like right smack dab in front of my face. And I, I will I neither turn firm nor deny. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right. Love you guys. We'll All see right. you next time. TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.